1: 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Saleman. For the next couple of hours, we're going to be talking about car stuff, and you're welcome to join us like Tyler has. He called in early 602 508 0960. 602 508 0960. And I'm going to take Tyler because he's first. Good morning, Tyler.
3: Good morning, Mark. How are you?
1: You know, I'm good. I've been better, but I'm still good.
3: Well, that's
0: good to hear. So I just bought a uh, 1979 uh, K10 and unfortunately it got robbed less than 48 hours after owning it um cuz the back window does not have a locking latch so i'm looking to put a kill switch
4: in some type of alarm system and just wondering if you had any suggestions on the best way to protect
3: your pickup
1: the the yeah can i let me just think out loud here i'm pretty sure most of us can bypass an alarm system i'm pretty sure yeah um and there's there's um the problem is is that i doubt if guys in their 40s, 50s and 60s are stealing cars so it's not right. likely the younger people i would imagine um would probably be fooled by a lot of things i'm a real fan of a of a of a secret switch something uh-huh. that disables the power to something we could disable a starter we can disable Um, A uh, oil pressure switch to let it believe that it has no oil we can bypass or take the power or the ground off the distributor we can do lots of different things to disable it with some kind of a hidden switch I'm going to tell you a place that's just absolutely perfect (laughs) that that we've been using for 100 years except I'm not going to tell you on the air um, I want you to send me an email, mark at dot com, And okay. uh, tell me what time you called in, because I know exactly what time you called in. And uh, then I'll know it's you, and I will share with you what I've done on a lot of my old vehicles that, uh, that worked pretty well.
3: Oh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you.
1: All righty. Well, good luck to you, Tyler. Thanks for calling. <clears throat> All righty. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for Complete Automotive Services. Family owned and operated since 1982. Chuck opened the shop, and his his son, um, Derek, I'll get this right. Derek runs the shop, and as with most of us, the second generation does a better job than the first generation, because they had good mentors, is what I like to say. But nevertheless, the staff and the technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill. Derek, therefore, can assure you they're not going to sell you unnecessary parts or repairs. So if you're looking for a great shop in Sun City, Auto Dynamics is on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. I get a lot of email, and um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today was I can't for the life of me understand why so many people are so worried about their security and about their their data on the internet and where they were born and what their date of birth is and what their social security number is and all that kind of stuff. We're all concerned with holding close all of our important data and not sharing it. Yet a lot of you are plugging this little device in underneath the left side of your dash because your insurance company says to you, if you'll let us watch you for a little bit of time, then we will model your, um, your, uh, premiums is the word I should look, use will model your premiums about the way that you drive. And so you're not concerned about this data. You, you don't, you, 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 I just don't understand that. Here's the deal. If you're a good driver, then the answer to this data capturing device is this. I have not an have an, I have not had a claim or an accident in 10 years. You better already be be giving me the best rate. So protect your privacy and, and those as well as your stereo and entertainment system where you can talk to it and it talks back to you. It used to be that the very first one that came out was, you know, we're going to see your airbag deployed. We're going to send you help. We're going to send... We're going to talk to you um, and all of these other benefits. If your car is stolen, we're going to bring it to a stop slowly after the police have surrounded the vehicle. And we're going to kill the engine. And then we're going to pull to, pull off to the side of the road. He'll get out with his hands up and that's it. None of that is true. None of that is true. It takes an act of God for one of those companies to shut down your car. I get that from policemen who have tried. And it's, it's, there's, a, there's a situation of liability. So the person, the bad guy's driving your car, and he's doing 80 miles an hour, and they shut the engine off. Okay, well they shut the engine off, and after one or two brake applications, he'll have non-power brakes, and it'll be a rock-hard brake pedal. And he's trying to bring the car to a stop, but he's having a really tough time because there's policemen around him, front and back. And so he's pressing on the brakes, and, he, and he's not really making All of a sudden, there's a hazard in front of me. There's a somebody in front of him. Boom, he hits him. And he, maybe he wouldn't have hit him if they hadn't killed the engine, which killed his power steering and his brakes. So we have all of those moving parts out there. And don't be foolish enough to question the validity of that data because you can just get on the Internet and figure that out. There's people out there that are raising their hands. So I I am not a fan of displaying my private information to anybody. I'm really cautious about that. I think many of you are as well. I just want to reiterate that it's foolish for you to think there's anything good about you giving someone the data on your driving habits. And here's the number one reason. Who are they comparing it to? Grandma Moses at 92. Of course, there's probably a couple grandmas out there that are laughing at me right now, saying I drive worse than a 16-year-old. But the idea is, is where's the comparison? Who are they comparing it to? Where's the line that they're using? And where were you? If the line was 50, and you were at 25, huh? Or if the line was 50, and you went from 25 to 49? I mean, none of that is information is good. None of it. So it, it's kind of like, uh, I'll give you an example. My business, um, we carry a lot of business liability. We protect your car in case we damage it. We protect your car in case the whole building collapses in a fire. We we do everything. And we just renewed it. <clears throat> and they dropped the premium a little bit. And my daughter, Andy, said to Britt, you know, what happened? And he goes, well, you haven't had a claim in 10 years. <laughs> and we were grateful for the the deduction in our premium, which is thousands of dollars a month, but by the same token, we're thinking it took them ten years <laughs> to give us the discount. I mean, that's a long time. And one of the things is, is that I carry kind of a high deductible, so I'm not going to report the small one thousand, two thousand, maybe even five thousand, maybe even more. Those kinds of claims that don't involve bodily injury, um, we're just going to fix them. We're just going to fix them or pay to have them fixed so there's, there's all these moving parts I don't care what you do I just want to give you my viewpoint on why you should be careful sharing that data because like I said you don't know what they're going to do with it and you don't certainly don't know if where you at in re- relationship to all the other people that have this little Wi-Fi device that's going to talk to them and they're going to plug it in and they're going to know everything about you they're going to know your throttle pressure they're going to know your steering. They're going to know your speed, your RPM, your braking. They're going to know how many times your ABS was activated, which means a panic stop. They're going to know how many times you turned the steering wheel hard right and braked hard right, which means you're trying to avoid a hazard, or you just missed the liquor store. I don't know. But the idea is, is um, it's, it's, and I'll give you something else, and, and the, you're going to say, oh, Mark, that's self-serving, and you're right, you're right. We bought some moldings for the sunroof of my wife's car. And shortly after that, she got notes from the manufacturer of her car. And they say, we're real local, and we're your friendly da-da-da dealer, and we want you to know that we are best qualified to repair your car. And I'm going, wow, how did they know? Well, it's, this answer is easy. For a long time, the car dealers have been asking guys like me when we call in, and admittedly, it's better. They say, give me the VIN number of the car. So we give them the VIN number. And then that gives them year, make, model. It gives them everything. They they pipe in the VIN number, and they look at the trim stuff, and then they look for moldings in the sunroof, and they give them. But we gave them your VIN number. Now they know you. So we gave them the VIN number. <clears throat> now they're going to market to you because they know that you're in their area because my shop is in their area. So they begin to market. Not too long ago, a friend of mine who's a judge got a postcard in the mail and said, uh, it said, we've noticed that uh, you're in the area, and we noticed that you, last time your car was in it had this many miles, and we wanted you to know. That people with your kind of car, with your kind of mileage, will benefit from the following two service items. One, flush your injectors. And two, flush your fuel tank. You have no idea how wadded up my underwear was. Flushing the fuel tank? God almighty, for what? Is, why? The only time we ever flush the fuel tank is if a contamination occurs. Water oil diesel fuel gas and diesels diesels and gas the kid in the neighborhood sticks the garden hose in your fuel tank that's the only time i have never in 40 years of working on cars ever flushed a fuel tank for any reason whatsoever unless it's a gas contam, a fuel contamination issue never never and as far as flushing your fuel injectors Folks, I can't tell you what a lucrative business it is for us to flush your intake and flush your fuel injectors and flush the back of your intake valves and flush your engine and flush your transmission. You have no idea how lucrative that is. Here's the problem with all of that. There are times symptoms necessitate that. So if we think the fluid in your 120,000-mile transmission might be suspect, we'll flush it all out and put new fluid in. You'll know that. Most of us will tell you, this is a guess. We want to see better, worse, or the same. So there's lots of times we'll do that. Sometimes the engine miss you have is intermittent. So my shop will flush your fuel injectors, and then we say to you, better, worse, or the same. Now, it's going to be better, and they're going to say, doesn't happen anymore. Good. We guessed right. They're going to say, no, it's the same, and then it's rarely going to get worse, as you can imagine. Those are the kinds of dynamics, but... It is what it is. I'm not king of the world. I'm not even king of the uh, address I live in. You'd have to talk to my wife, Renee, but 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about nitrogen in your tires or your car, and we're going to discuss how really great that idea is. We'll be back.
5: Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. We work for you. Hi, my name is Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet?
2: Real Capital One customers pay for real stories. Credit approval required.
5: So,
6: Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... Then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest. Well, I was running down this, well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug, getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yes, yeah, sweetie. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877 4 dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: Twenty minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. If you'd like to join the conversation, or if you'd like to talk about a car question, or if you want me to settle a dispute between you and your husband or you and your wife, then 602 508 960 Lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. The only shop in Mesa that I can recommend to you is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma own it and they're on site most every day. They've been doing great work to light trucks and cars in the Mesa area for many years and their families go back to the 60s and the 70s. So they've been in Mesa a very long time. And the name Vivian and the name Thompson, most of you would recognize one of those names. Nevertheless, they're on Apache Boulevard, just east of Stapley, Main Street, just east of Stapley. So if you live in that area, or really anywhere in Mesa, if you want my advice, then you would go to Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing and let Brian and Thelma help you take care of your car. we I'm going to get to the car in just a second. Nitrogen. Okay, a lot of you drive around with the green caps on your valve stems. That says, don't put anything but nitrogen in here. I want you to hold out the palm of your hand. And it's, wait, before we do that, it's true that they put nitrogen in airplanes. But airplanes weigh, what, 20, 30, 40 tons? They last they land at hundreds of miles an hour? So, yeah, maybe so. Does your car, does your wife or your husband drive your car like they do on in NASCAR? They use nitrogen. Are they doing 120, 130, 140 miles an hour? Is your wife doing that? I doubt it. Is your husband doing that? I doubt it. The idea between nitrogen is a profit center. And in your hand, in the palm of your hand right now, <clears throat> is 78 or 79% nitrogen. So your tires already have almost eighty percent nitrogen and the most they're going to move you to is 93 or 94 here's why if you were to take a tire and take all the air out of it it still has air so if you put in nitrogen and we don't know what the blend is if you put it in you're going to enhance it by a few points if you took an inner tube and you flattened it all out and you rolled it up really really tight and then you put nitrogen in it after you've just exhausted the last bit of air inside that inner tube you'd probably do better but we can't do that to your tire (laughs) we can't roll your tire up we can't remove all the air so this whole thing about nitrogen is number there's two reasons number one we're going to sell you that we care about you we love you we're trying to protect you from a tire failure that's bs number two it allows us an rco actually it's rso yeah rso sorry i was looking at reoccurring sales opportunity (laughs) so you're going to come to us for your oil change to check my nitrogen and you're going to come to us for a lot of other things because you want us to check your nitrogen oh I just had a new tire put on would you check my nitrogen that's all it is you can do what you want I'm not selling nitrogen you already got 78 79 percent in your tires you're not landing you're not overloading the car and even if you were I wouldn't care the idea is is that this is an opportunity for us to do my industry to do and sell you on something that you don't really need, so let's go to the phones. who we got first Gil? We have Jeff Jack Hello, hi, Jack. How can I help That's you? Jeff
4: Hey, I have a two thousand and eighteen Chevy silverado half ton It's got the um, the v, the four point three liter eagle tech v six with the cylinder drop. It goes from six to four, six to four uh, like that. When I'm sitting idling, I'm getting a slight vibration. Uh, it's that kind of vibration that feels like the engine wants to die, okay. but there's no RPM drop. There's no RPM change. It just feels like that. I don't know if it does it when it's driving, but I can feel it when it, um, when it, uh, when it stops, like at a red light. Okay. Uh, Chevy Chevy says they know about that, and they can't do anything about it.
1: Okay. Well, I have a couple of things. Um, number one, when it's happening, I want you to close your eyes. First of all, I want you to do this in the parking lot of Abashes. Okay, just okay. just pull off the road. So you pull off the road, you, you come to a stop, close your eyes, concentrate on the vibration. It's still in drive. Then I want you to pop it up into neutral. Close your eyes, feel the vibration. Pop it up into park. Close your eyes, feel the vibration.
4: Yeah, uh, I've done, okay. I've done that, and most of the time it's still there. Uh, now there are times. When I stop, and it's not there at all.
1: Okay. How many <laughs> miles other are on it? I'd
4: uh, I, I use it for uh transfer, so it's 67,800.
1: Okay. Did they say anything to you about what the what the problem was? Are they doing with fuel delivery, too much air? What are they saying?
4: Uh, they're just saying, well, I talked to the, the guy in service, the uh, advisor. He says that, that, that Chevy's aware of it but they they just say that that they can't fix it. Okay. And as I, he didn't say anything else. And I thought that was really um, not a good thing for customer service to have a problem <laughs> like that that you can't fix.
1: <laughs> okay, and, and I'm going to say two things. Number one, I agree with you. That's really not good customer service. Number right. two, here's why. Now, here's what's happening. The person on the service drive is a the salesperson. Their job right. is to write down what you say, and hand it to the 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 shop foreman who hands it to the dispatcher, who then hands it to the technician, whoever's standing in front of him, so they don't know anything about technical stuff; they don't have a clue as to what they're saying half the time. but if right. the first service writer heard the second one do it, then he's going to do it so none but i need you know let's let's do some more testing is it does it change hot to cold that's something you need yeah. to answer. The second thing right. is is run the air conditioning on and off because see the air conditioning will add a load from the compressor but it'll also dial the idle up just a little bit so the question is is if we add 50 or 100 rpm to this how does it feel now
4: right now that brings up something else uh, when i turn on the ac and feel the compressor come on uh, it does improve some
1: okay that would indicate that the idle itself if we add 50 to it, maybe, or something like that. Now, there is no screw for that. Don't misunderstand. There's nothing. Any. Please don't get your screwdriver and start doing stuff. We have to synchronize three things. We have to synchronize the air idle control motor, and then we have to synchronize the TPS, and then we have to synchronize okay. the RPM. So okay. there is a window there where we can kind of play with that. And if we go too far, we turn on the check engine light. Okay, we'll go back. But okay. I, I, I want to tell you, you're telling me something I have never heard before. I mean, right. You're telling me and something that if, in fact, it was true, they would have specifics. Yeah. The intake manifold's causing this problem, and they're redesigning the intake manifold. Or this is yeah. a fuel delivery problem, blah, blah, blah. So the, right. the fact right. that Chevy knows about it and they're working on it, that doesn't really help you.
4: Yeah, right. And, in fact, I understand in the old 19 models, it's not there.
1: Um, that's Well, you did a good job in checking the motor mounts because that's the first test we talked about. Um, right. The right, second right. one is is yeah. Another thing you can do is is do you have a tachometer in the truck?
4: I do. Uh, yeah, I do.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, you pull up to an intersection, and I know this is kind of hard, but just gently bring the RPMs up fifty or a hundred RPM. Close your okay. eyes. What do we do? Did that extra RPM do something for you? So. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you find some gray-haired guy in town that says, you know what, l- let me check the window out here, and let me see if I can give you another. And he's going to put it right. in drive and look at it, and he's going to look at his scanner, and the RPM is 600, and he's going to try to make it 650 well, probably at the beginning. And and, and that's, of course, in drive. And then right. he's going to say, better, worse, or the same. So that's how it that, works. That,
4: that, that, yeah, you know, I asked I ask the Chevy dealership uh, to, to do that, to carry up the RPM. They won't do that because they said... The RPM at five hundred it's where it's supposed to be. Okay. Least, so he so he said if we up it and it, it fixes the problem, fine. But he said that's not where the RPM is supposed to be. I hate it because dealers are so stiff.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And, and stay right there because I'm up against a break and we'll talk about that kind of comment that it's supposed to be at five hundred. We're going to leave it there five hundred. Okay. This isn't true. We'll be back in a minute.
6: Hi, this is Sebastian
2: Gorka. Over the last few months, my fellow Salem talk show hosts and I have been speaking across the country on the War for America's Soul tour. Thousands of people have attended these sold-out events. We have discussed the attacks against our Constitution, radical socialism, open borders, and other threats to our republic. You need to hear the truth about what's at stake ahead of our next presidential election. You can now watch these events on demand or even by the DVD. Go to WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This weekend, the Town Hall Review brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Michael Medved takes us on a journey and looks at the origins and the enormous impact of those who would eventually be labeled the Pilgrims. Join us for our program. Visit our website at TownHallReview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot.
0: You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, Every child in Arizona can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association.
2: It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E pluribus unum, and God we trust at liberty. The three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right, this is what our radio station is all about, and as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely, tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station, Intelligent Talk Nine Sixty, The Patriot.
4: All about
1: that demon. You know, there's the 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 shop build in build town that has an owner who was real 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 a real lot like me. That's Tom Blackwell. People say that we are twin brothers of different mothers. And I think it's fair to say that both of us know slightly we're higher than the average bear with respect to cars and car repair. But he's at 40th and Greenway, and I'm way south. So he's a good guy. If you live anywhere in that northeast Scottsdale area, he's the only shop I can recommend because, number one, I have a cell phone number, as I do all the other shops. Number two, I can call him up and say, you messed up. And he'll say, I know, or he'll say, no, let's talk about it, which is what I say to him. But he's a good guy. He has a good staff. He's been around a long time. So that's Blackwell Automotive, 40th and Greenway. Okay, we were talking to Jeff, and Jeff, I called you Jack, and I'm sorry for that, but I have a couple comments about what you said. Okay. They talked about the is 500. Ask him what the idol is at cold, when the engine cold. Ask him what the, if the idol changes when you go to Mount Everest or to Pikes Peak. Ask him what the idle is when the air conditioning's on or off, or the steering is turned right or turned left. You're talking to somebody who throws stuff on the table and, or on, the, throws crap on the wall and hopes that it sticks, or they're regurgitating something that they've heard. But right. from a technical point of view, the idea that it has to run at 500 is so silly. I feel bad about bringing it up. The second issue is when you look at this this big issue with. Then you're going to get somebody say, well, it changes the emissions. Look, at, we're not going to change the emissions by raising it 50 RPM. Come on. And if we do, the catalytic converter should take care of that. It's right. a well-known fact that you can wrap your lips around a clean, hot vehicle that's made north of 2000. 2000- 15 and you'll probably die of starvation before you die of asphyxiation and of course i'm making a stupid statement but there's an idea i want to put in your head that if you lock yourself in your garage you better take a sandwich because it might take a while so when we look at all of those kinds of things the only thing i tell you is is just bring the throttle up a little bit and see what happens and then if you want to try something to try another thing is is go in and and tell them this is what's going on and you're they're going to get it in writing They're going to give it to you in writing, whatever the answer is. Then you take it in again and again. Now, you've got two or three work orders with this very specific problem. And if I do this, it seems to go away or it changes it for the better. So three or four years from now, they come out with this and they go, I'm sorry, Jeff, you're out of warranty. And you go, no, no, no. Here's three work orders that says I had this problem when I was in warranty.
4: Right.
1: And I got a transmission one time from a dealership for that exact same thing. So I've learned my lesson, and, and in reality, it was done in just a, such a nice way. Mark, we know you had this, and we're going to put a transmission in your Suburban, and blah, blah, blah. And I was very grateful. Okay. So that's okay, I—that's I the advice I got.
4: Okay, I have just one more quickie. Do you know much about the famous GM cylinder drop engines that go from 8 to 4 and 6 to 4? Yes. Uh, I, well, I understand that not all, but a lot of vehicles have problems with that around 100,000 miles
1: with the camshaft. Yeah, um, I, I want to tell you when you say camshaft or crankshaft sensor, um, yeah. we put in those a lot and there's no, there's no pattern failure there. It just okay. is what it is. Now, there's a Ford Triton motor that seems to be a little bit in front of everybody else, but I would, I would certainly not want you to take away from our conversation that I agree with any kind of a known pattern failure from a cam or a crankshaft sensor because I don't. So.
4: Okay. All I know. I know. Back when they started that design, I think both Ford and Dodge predicted that Chevy would have trouble with that engine, and it kind of seems like they were right.
1: Well, I don't. I don't even agree that 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 they're right. People were really concerned that whether the starter would wear out. They were really concerned on whether that additional um, uh, power that we're using off the battery every time we hit a red light. None of that is true. Those were those were valid concerns, but that's not the thing today. That's just not the thing today. So if my brother, the one I love, not the one I don't, but I love my brothers. But if my brother Ralph called and said, hey, what do you think about the 468? i say, take it. You're, from, you're out in Maricopa, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you're going to get it. And besides, most of them have some kind of a bypass, and you can keep it running all the time. It's just a matter of flipping the switch each time or some other variable, but... Um, no i I don't agree with either one of those things i i, I I'm not necessarily a fan of the four six eight but I'm saying those that have them seem to like them so got to run Harry you're up how can I help you
4: yeah mark you are a little wound up this morning
1: you know what it's um I'm sorry I am though I am
4: I love it hey I was I was when you were talking about the the deal where uh If law enforcement is in pursuit of a vehicle and, you know, they can't get them to shut the vehicle down, why don't the manufacturers have that instead of being able to shut it down just to uh, uh, be able to put the transmission in neutral? The engine's still running. They'd still have all the, you know, uh, brake and steering, but they're
1: (laughs) they're not going to be
4: going any faster.
1: You're right. You're you're absolutely right. I think any time you take the brakes or you control the brakes or the throttle or the steering or the uh, RPMs of the engine, I think there's a risk. So I agree that there's a risk, but they should have thought of that before they put the OnStar and all the GMs. Right. They should have thought of that earlier. I was in a convention a long time ago, and there was some couple of guys up there telling everybody about OnStar and stuff, and the, the policemen just were going crazy I tried to get him to stop a chase, and they wouldn't do it, and it, they wanted a court order. They wanted to know that what the guy was wearing and if he had Levi's on or Wranglers and blah, blah, blah. And they just beat this guy up something fierce. And it, this was law enforcement who had the experience of trying to do that. And frankly, i, I I've, that's a conversation that comes up, Harry, and I've never met any. If anybody has ever seen that, had firsthand knowledge that that has happened on any of those Esther extra terrestrial <laughs> links that you have Eventually. in your car let me know that's it well Harryth- I,
4: I know you've talked about in the past uh about if you get a runaway on your uh your vehicle a throttle sticks or whatever just slip it into neutral and uh you know
1: pull off to the side of the road the it's
4: not gonna blow up. it's gonna it's gonna hit the rev limiter and you know
1: that's it, it from, uh, just that, right. that's it and you know um that's 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 something that the, my industry didn't think of at the very beginning. Everybody was concerned about the cause, the cause, the cause. The fact of the matter is, is that I didn't, get, I didn't make that up. Somebody else made it up, and I thought it was just great. Throw it in the neutral, pull off the side of the road. The computer's not going to let the blow carb. And even if the computer lets the engine blow up, that's okay. It's better than you hitting a bus full of kids, or it's better than you running over Grandma Moses, all those other things. So, Harry, thank you very much. And, Richard, you stay right there, because when I get back from the break, I'll take care of you.
5: Oh, ho,
2: ho, and what would you like for Christmas, little uh, uh, large man?
0: Hey Santa, I'd like to have my mortgage paid for. Oh, ho, ho, uh, not sure the elves can make that happen. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on the Patriots website and you can enjoy your mortgage paid for all of 2020. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money the entire year. For a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for all of 2020. To enter, go to 960-THE-PATRIOT and click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's 960thepatriot.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. Contest ends December 20th. See our website for details. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number five. Listening to 960 on the Patriot app but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the
1: app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Forty-five minutes after the hour, ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. You want to join six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The name of this show is really self defense for car expense. Okay, self defense for car expense. That's the reason why when somebody at the dealership or at any shop says to you, "We're working on it," and and the, but I don't know what it is, and General Motors is coming out with something and they're working on it, Ford's working on it, Toyota's working on it, then you say to them, "Oh, you must see that a lot," and they'll say, "Yes." that begins your letter to the national highway traffic safety administration on this date at this time i talked to talk to mark salem and i have this car with this vin number and i've got this problem and he says they don't know how to fix it and chevrolet he says chevrolet's working on it and he says that they see it all the time (laughs) that'll cause problems number two (laughs) we were talking about vin numbers on parts most of us in the industry now, when we call in for a part for your car, we know they're taking that VIN number we give them and they're they're marketing to you. We object to that. I object to that. So what we're doing is we're scrambling the last six digits of the VIN, which is really the sequence number. So that postcard that was supposed to go to my wife now goes to a guy in North Dakota. <laughs> Man, I don't care. The The first 11 of the VIN are the most important numbers. After that, no one cares. So that's what Salem Boys is doing to protect my customers from that kind of stuff. And um, I think that they deserve not to be put on someone's list. I don't have the authority to put you on someone's list. And so that's my way to counteract that. Last, nitrogen. We talked about nitrogen. 79% in the palm of your hand right now. If they fancy up your tires, then you're going to be 92%, 93%. It isn't worth it. This is another scam like the PCV valve scams in the 70s. So, been there, done that. Let's go to the phones. Richard, how can I help you?
3: Good morning, Mark. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. I have a uh, 1978 Chevy van, Mm -hmm. and I've got uh, two questions. Uh, One of them deals with park. Uh, I've got a driveway with just a slight incline from the house down to the street. And when I pull in and put it in park and take my foot off the brake and shut off the engine, it'll roll back a little bit. Uh, one of two scenarios will happen. Uh, one of them is, now I can't get it out of park, or it'll feel like it's slipping cogs and makes a terrible ma- uh, sound and uh, feel.
1: Yes, yes. Um, you're absolutely right, especially on a 78 that's been around the earth a couple times. So the, that's an easy fix. It's just a pe- it's change of your habit. You pull up, you're still in drive. You apply the parking brake, hard, let go of the brake, the, car, the van will settle, <laughs> put it in park, <laughs> shut it off, and the next time you get in, you stick your key in, put it in reverse, release your parking brake, and move backwards. I can't fix it any other way because your incline creates the problem. But that's all you have to do. The key there is you pull up, park where you want, you apply the parking brake, then you put it in neutral and let the van settle, and then put it into park and take your key out that's how you fix it but i know the sound you you're making um i know that that's a problem in a lot of cars especially with with driveways but that's the only fix i need the only fix i know about and i think that's a very valid one it's just a change of habit for you does that work
3: yeah yeah that's what i told my wife to do and um but oh wait a minute something in the- <laughs>
1: Trans- Wait a minute, Richard. I don't do <laughs> Richard, I don't do husband and wife stuff. And Richard, I think you're wrong because I'm siding with her. I don't know what she said, but I'm siding with her. I'm kidding you, of course. But I know. I, I don't you dare say that Mark Salem says you need to do this. You say um, I talked to Mark Salem, and he suggested this is how we fix that, and let me take your van for a, a week, and let me try that as I park it, and if it works, then maybe you can do that. How many years you have been married, no. Richard?
3: Uh, 33.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Richard. Thank you for your I call, know. and thank you for laughing I, uh... with me, but... Go ahead. Yeah,
3: I, I, that's that's the solution I told her to do. I just wondered if there was something wrong with the transmission, that, you know, or linkage adjustment or something like that. But
1: uh, no, the fact that, was, that it it rolls backward and kind of locks up your your shifter means that it yeah. has engaged in park. And then what happens is is when you go to you've already loaded it, so the nose is up and the butts down. And so when you pull it out of park, there's going to be a uh, big heavy clunk or ratchet just for what two inches and that's it yeah. so mm-hmm. anyway richard that's a great question thank you thank you very much bob you're up next how can i help you
3: hi mark last week my wife told me whenever she turned the fan on on her 2015 equinox she heard a ticking noise so i heard
4: it. it was pretty loud tick 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 so i went to the auto parts store and i got a new blower fan and i looked on youtube so i took the fan out and there was a pack rat inside her blower fan, and the <laughs> tail was sticking out of the fan blade. So the tail was going around tick, 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 tick every time she turned the blower on. <laughs> you probably you see know, that all the um, time, huh? Animals well, what up we in see, engines and stuff.
1: We saw the other day. Um, I'll, I'll, this, and actually, if you're on Instagram, go to Salem Boys Auto. My daughter actually uh, took pictures. A lady from across the street in Honeywell, very nice lady, came over to the shop, no appointment, and just kind of walked in. And she says, you guys, I hear meowing underneath my car. And and Andy, my daughter, who's a soft-hearted animal lady, she says, we'll bring it around here. And they lift it up, and in the shroud underneath the exhaust is three kittens. <laughs> so we pull them out, and we're giving them love and everything, and we're the guys are trying to decide who's going to get the three kittens. Well, the lady says, I need to take those, but the, my question is, is that I bring them from home or did I find them at work? So we agreed she drove a a long way, so it's not likely that they wouldn't have burnt to death from her catalytic converter because they were there. So we thought, okay, you had to have picked these up from the parking lot over there at Honeywell. So I think what happened is, is she let them go and hoped that the mother would find them, and she parked in exactly the same spot. So the answer to your question, we find straws, we find cigarettes, we find ink pens and we found a mouse or two but you're right it's that's just something that's lots of fun to do but the worst part about it is if he's dead you would have picked up the problem by the noise and the smell <laughs> <laughs> And when we call you and say, well, we pulled the dead rat out of your fan motor, and the place stinks pretty good, but um, maybe you stop by the car wash and have them deodorize your car or something, because there's nothing we can do about that. But anyway, thank you for, thank you for making me laugh. Thank you. All righty. Okay, we got a rat in fan. Let me tell you what we have. Up at the barn, we, my wife in her workshop, she has one of my horse stalls in her workshop, there was these little plastic things of nails that would disappear. And then there was one of these long things that you start your fireplace with where you pull the trigger, chick, chick, and it has a flame on the end of it. It was missing. So her gloves, her plastic gloves started missing. So she's, I said, look, it, this whole place is a mess. God knows where this guy's at. She goes, well, it's, it's here. And so we disassemble this half of this wall and we pull this chest of drawers out. And on the back of it is a piece of cardboard, and at the bottom of it is a hole about the size of a 50 cent piece. Take the cardboard back off of, the, of this dresser that she used to put and there's half of her stuff is there. We sweep it all out and stuff. So I take a piece of quarter inch plywood, put it down there, um, set it on the ground. Now there's no way. So that, that we think he's gone. So the other day she says, The trap that you put in there with the bottle. Um, soda bottle with peanut butter over the top of it, somebody ate the peanut butter and ate the soda bottle. So I get out the game camera and I hang the game camera up that looks at this area. So we go out there two or three days later and yeah, the peanut butter's kind of gone. We're thinking it's a raccoon or something. It's a five gallon pail. It's got a metal shaft that runs through, you know, a third of the pail. On there is a plastic water jug where I've drilled a hole on each end, and then I cover it with peanut butter. Now, I put a ramp up to that with just a piece of wood. So the mouse or the rat, and I i got this from an old cowboy, the mouse or the rat crawls up, and he reaches over, and he's going to eat the peanut butter, him or her, is going to eat the peanut butter on the plastic jug. So they reach over, and they put their hands on the plastic jug, but it spins, <laughs> They drop into the water, and they go to mouse heaven. So we're trying to figure this out. There's this doggone rat that jumps onto this, then jumps onto that, then goes over. And on the edge of the shelf, he leans over and eats the doggone peanut butter. He never falls into the bucket. So we've rearranged the bucket to where he can't get on that shelf. And sooner or later we'll get him. But meanwhile... We're having to deal with, I think it's two foot of rat poop, <laughs> and I have to deal with my wife. So if you want a drawing on that, that mouse catcher, it's not something, I think it's kind of humane. They they don't last long, but it works really, really well. And one of the ranchers up here says he hasn't seen a mouse in years, and he put three or four of those buckets out. So if you've got mice in your house, then mark at marksalem.com. You got, got anybody in the wings? All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. Folks, I talk about our industry sometimes in negative ways, but I'm just kind of giving you the other point of view. There's no question that I don't have 100% of my customers are happy with me or my staff or the work we've done. There's no question that sometimes I've been accused of fixing the wrong thing and all that other kind of stuff. Um, And there's no question that we've damaged cars either the idea is is that what i try to avoid is taking advantage of you or creating the perception that you need to have this done or your car's going to hate you or you need to have this done and your car will love you and all that other stuff that goes along with that there was a thing back in the 70s and the 80s where this pcv valve the pcv valve is called a positive crankcase ventilator There's lots of fumes inside the engine of your car, so we're going to suck those out of the engine, and we're going to burn them again, and they provide an additional source of power. So it's kind of like adding another carburetor, so to speak, so to speak. So we have a vent on one side of the engine where we filter the air, and it gets sucked into this side of the motor. Then the other side of the motor is the vacuum cleaner, and it sucks it out and puts it back into the top of the carburetor. Boom, we're done. So this guy came out with this PCV valve, and this PCV valve would add 10% to your mileage. So you'd cut the PCV valve hose, and you'd install this little gizmo. I have one in my desk drawer. And then there's this this little bleed valve, and you just open up the bleed valve. Well, all we were doing is is causing the car to run lean. We were adding an additional source of air, unmetered air, to the engine. And when we do that, the the fuel stays the same and we're supposed to have fourteen to one or something like that. And and let's pretend it is fourteen to one. So we have fourteen parts of air to one part of gas. now we have fifteen parts of air or sixteen parts of air, but in a carbureted car that one part gas stayed there. Fuel injection car is a completely different animal. So people were selling this and there was some chain stores in this town that were selling these like you can't believe and here's why. I don't remember exactly, but this is an exaggeration so I'll tell you in advance. We bought them for $2 a piece and we sold them for twenty nine ninety five. That was the reason. And it, it took us about two seconds to install. Thank you. We're done. Cut the hose, plug, plug, and we're done. So those are the kinds of things I want you to watch out for. The nitrogen on your tires, I've told you why. Um, the fancy oil additives, throw your oil out of specification. So, Mobil, Shell, Phillips, and Chevron, who make every oil that's in every car in the United States, they're saying our oil is specifically down to the thousands of a drop. And when you add an oil additive to it, you throw the entire um, oil out of specification. So, therefore, it can not protect certain parts of your engine because you've just contaminated the mix. I believe that. I agree with that. I've been trained well by Valvoline and Chevron. That's the truth. So those are the kinds of things I just kind of prepare you for. Watch your owner's manual. Do the maintenance in your owner's manual. Don't let anybody talk you into deviating from what the manual says. Don't let anybody talk to you or talk you out of ignoring what your owner's manual says. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be back.